0: This episode of the Game Over, Greggy Show is brought to you by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Did I miss say recipes? I might have, but I'm not going to stop because you're a best friend and Blue Apron don't care. They just want to feed you. Will you let them feed you? Ladies and gentlemen, I've used Blue Apron. That's right. It's me, Greg Miller from the Game Over, Greggy Show. They sent... Buffalo chicken sandwiches. I made them. They were delicious. Did they send other things? Yes, they did. They were also delicious. They send you the pre-portioned ingredients. You get them. You do little step-by-step recipes. You get cool recipe cards. They teach you about the ingredients. You make delicious home-cooked stuff at home. So check out this week's menu and get the first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash greggy. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create an incredible home-cooked meal with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash greggy. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Now here's Kevin.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good.
0: Everybody, welcome to the Game Over, Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I'm telling you, we're too nice to him. That's what I'm telling To you. Kevin Coelho? Yeah, he just take you give him
2: an inch, and he takes a hoagie. Do you know what I mean? I do know mm-hmm. what you mean that. Yeah. How
0: long? So let me let me just. I imagine you're in the car <laughs> last weekend driving somewhere with D, and you start pitching her these. And this is what you guys came up with. You that, workshopped that joke for an hour and a half. That magic. Up, just, give him an
2: inch, he'll take a hoagie. That magic just came out of me on the spot. Truth phone. <sighs> magic comes out of you a lot on the spot. Truth phone. <laughs> what the fuck is this shirt that you're wearing, Tim? It's a fantastic shirt. Over
3: there, Shut the pure one, Tim Geddes. To Marco, my dude over at Great America, who sent us
0: this beautiful shirt. Let me show you the shirt. Kevin, I'm getting in the front. Kevin, he's getting into the front. There we go. As we've told you many times, leave it in the wide the entire time. You don't listen. You son of a bitch. Are you going to lay on? You're the, getting on? Oh, we're going to the overhead cam. Overhead cam getting some use on the cam? game over like, show. It? Yeah, that looks really good. That's fine. Kevin,
2: people, rotate people, the people image in post. No, I can't
3: do that. Vanakoon has been saved.
2: Damn, he's got an undershirt on. <laughs> of course he does. These guys wear undershirts like there's no tomorrow.
3: So that was made at a Great America? Uh, it was made at a Great America. I'm a big fan of Great America. Anybody that grew up in the Bay Area is very fond of Great America. And they have this... Uh, this Little building where they do airbrush paintings yeah. of like character caricatures on shirts and stuff. And I always wanted one, but they were really expensive, so I never got it. Dreams do come true, kids. Here you go, you and too, they could do sort of
2: nightmares. And, oh, do you see the back? It's got the kind of funny logo. It's okay. That looks like that looks like a child's nightmare. This
0: whole thing, this whole ent-
4: entire terrifying. thing.
0: I love everything about it. It's Would you nasty. wear this on a date with Gia? Oh, just to piss her off, yeah, yeah. yeah. She doesn't like bandicoots.
3: This crash That's is a weird cold. thing to say. Nope, well, this is all weird. She doesn't like the rats. She doesn't like any any like little woodland creatures. One time uh, I googled bandicoots and she did, was not having it. It like kind of horrified her. Yeah. And she didn't forgive me for a long time. But whatever. Have you seen r- what real bandicoots look like? No. Not They're often. adorable. Are they adorable yeah. or are they disgusting? They're about as adorable as Colin Moriarty in and this Google beautiful us. hoodie. Oh, hey. You can go to kindoffunny.com store. It's the
0: pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Thank you. Go Jets. Go Jets indeed. How's your fantasy football team?
4: Oh, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely fucking terrible. Losing money already. It's great. It's I enjoyed
0: fantastic. Nick and I were having some business discussion ten minutes ago or whatever, and then uh, Colin's just like, "Fuck!" and we're like, "What?" and he's like, "My fantasy football team is horrible." I'm like, all right. What's, <laughs> what's sad really... is
2: that you looked to me and to Greg for sympathy, and you got nothing <laughs> <laughs> because all of
4: the words that you said yeah, you hit my head and just bounced right off. I'm like, it's just I don't all money down, that is. It's just all money down the drain. And the unfortunate thing in my in, in the pay league I'm in, which is going to cost it. me an arm and a leg anyway is uh, when you drop or release or trade players, you pay more money. So to make my team better, I'm going to need to spend more money, which is a very, you know, I thought I had a good draft, and it's just not working out very well for me. So yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, Un- you didn't
3: like microtransactions. No, I don't like microtransactions. Uh, this sounds like a badass.
4: I'm a bad we, general he manager. He caught you. He the caught you. The good, good news is still I, mean, I, still have, I still don't have for really How do you play how. it? Do you use your
3: mobile
0: phone? Oh, my
4: God. No. Oh, no.
0: my God.
4: You That's can use bandit? your mobile phone, but I don't. I don't use my mobile phone. I don't even have the app, the CBS Fantasy Sports app. I use a browser on my laptop. It's a true story.
0: If you didn't know, this is the Game Over, Greggy Show, each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash funny, where we post the entire show early, along with a bunch of exclusive goodies, perks, and photos of Nick. We need to put up an exclusive photo of you over there. Was it exclusive? we need to i said we need oh, we to, need to. if you I don't know. have any bucks to toss our way no big deal head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny where we post the show topic by topic day by day until it goes up is one big video and mp3 what are you shaking your head at
3: i don't, I don't know what colin's topic is for the show just looking at whatever the hell's happening here you are a serial killer colin, <laughs> Absolutely. colin bring it up
0: what's your you get to start what's your topic it's uh, the morality of football.
4: Now, real quick, mm. put the notebook here just so we can see the diary of a madman. <laughs> no, because there's other things on here that people no. can't see. Sorry about it. His social security numbers on there for no reason. This is my notebook where I keep all just random things I need to think <laughs> you, about. You, you journal your thoughts? Yeah. So half of this is actually expenses that I need to pay off. Well, that the company needs to pay me for. <laughs> and it's already been paid. And that's my topic. <laughs> uh, so no, so, so it's it's football season, and I want to I want to preempt this with a few things. First of all, I'm a huge football fan, as I think a lot of our fans know, and and uh, I I live and breathe NFL football. But there's a few things that I want to say. First of all, we're talking about American football. No one cares if you call soccer football in your country. Yeah, so don't wanna, bother leaving that comment. So I'm, I'm going to remove it's those stupid. 100 comments. No one gives a flying fuck. Also, no one cares if you're if in your country, you guys play rugby and it's tougher because no one wears equipment. So we can remove those 50 pieces of or 50 comments as well. 50 of those. And then we can also uh, remove the thing about how the Jets are terrible or this team's good or Brady's a cheater, all those kinds. Of things. Actually, you can put Brady Brady's a cheater. That's in fine. The comments you like that. From. You like that. But what I want to talk about was something specific that's happening, a conversation that's been swirling around with football, which is a super violent sport. Um, and it's the morality of the sport being played if parents should allow their children to be played and about think pieces that have been happening and people kind of just conjecturing that football actually will not exist for more than a couple more decades um, for multiple reasons. And so I wanted to present to you guys a couple of pieces of evidence or data about what they're talking about and then see what you guys think about whether playing football at a, at a a pop Warner level or a high school level or a college level or even the NFL Mm -hmm. is maybe a moral or if football is fine the way it is, and, and etc. and so on, and we can kind of have a conversation about. It. So this is where my statistics came in. And Here we is, go. Yeah. The so, big book of stats. So I was looking. So basically, everything about football the last ten years or so has to do with this thing called CTE, which is a degenerative brain disease. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to say it wrong, but it's chronic traumatic encephalo- encephalopathy. I think is how you call it. It's a degenerative disease that happens when brains are concussed over and over again. It causes a lot of damage with like recurring hits. Tells the truth. Exactly, there's a movie with Will Smith called Concussion, (laughs) about the doctor in Pennsylvania that discovered that brains of former NFL players uh, were really fucked up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, it causes Alzheimer's, also dementia, depression, all those kinds of things, but it really focuses around CT and this degenerative disease that a lot of football players have. And the statistics uh, show, so, First of all, I found this statistic that suggests one thing, which is that only 0. .0004% of high school football players will die playing football. So this, oh, is, a small, so this is a small amount. Only. And this is oh. when football starts to get very physical Wait, was at the high school. percent So it's, okay. it's literally 0. .4 in 100,000. So 1 in 400,000 or something. I don't know what. You I can do say
0: what. that, but I saw a startling analogy last night that changed my views on a lot of things. What if I told you, Colin... There's a bowl of Skittles. Oh Jesus! This. <laughs> One of those Skittles. All right, Skittles. Trump. <laughs>
4: poisonous. Three out of this bowl was poisonous. So, so at the high school level, where the sport starts to get really physical, um, there's some data suggesting that repeat hits are starting to hurt even kids at a small, a young age. But the data is there that like no one's gonna die because people have always been saying like, well, what's gonna happen when someone dies on the field in the NFL? When we've been saying that for years, like, what happens when someone just fucking dies? Mm-hmm. Like right in front of ten million people. Uh, and that hasn't happened. I feel yet. like at that point, that's when it, it's on
2: the onus is on the coaches and the people around him to move some of his hands a little bit. So people don't know that he dies. Yeah. we can to burn him. <laughs> We're him to burn him. Yeah.
4: Get him off the field as fast as possible. Was that
2: insensitive, Kevin?
4: So like people started with lawsuits and all these kinds of things started to bring up and with people getting sick and actually dying and killing themselves because mm-hmm. of their brain trauma or killing that other people. that that football is really actually injuring, especially specific player, specific you know running backs. Um, linemen, et cetera, and so on. Um, And the NFL has its own concussion protocol that it's kind of brought in about when there's a big hit in the NFL. Um, you know you have to kind of go through this protocol with an independent doctor that has nothing to do with this The staff of that team the, do- the coaching staff on that team because typically they would just inject them with medicine and push them back out Even if they do the, what they do just the, and now is there a doctor sitting anywhere? And the guy yeah, there's a doctor down. that's like yeah. basically like we're well, gonna go through this protocol I'm independent of all of this and we're gonna figure out if you have a concussion or not in uh, 2012 261 concussions happening the NFL 271 in 2015 from 2014 to 2015 year-over-year year, 58% more concussions Uh, from games than the year before because everyone's getting bigger the game's getting faster and the game's becoming more physical right Um, and the other big thing here is that uh, American Academy of Neurology had a study where they found 40% of retired NFL players quote show evidence of abnormal brain structures end Mm -hmm. quote and quote half showed serious problems end quote in cognitive tests and 45% quote had difficulty with learning and memory end quote Um, and then they found that 40 uh, they took 40 players who averaged seven years in the league, but who are not out of the league for more than five years? So not they're old fresh. men; they're they're, they're still young. Forty three percent of them had brain injuries. Oof. So it's I think, worse. I think
3: we're dealing with the chicken and the egg situation, though. Do they play football because they're
0: stupid? Or oh they're my stupid gosh! They already they gotten, gotten brain. Injury. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw got hit so hard; he, he his hair grows that way. It's not because he's bald. Jesus. Now in
4: now in high school. True sorry. I thought he was Hulk Hogan for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that actually. <laughs>
2: Bam, bam, in high school, bam, bam, football bam, bam, is considered bam.
4: the most concussion-ridden sport, and, and it's a violent sport. Um, well, but in the N- what, I mean, what are the other options? Soccer, hockey. softball team? Well, hockey and, and well, hockey is brutal. Going. Wrestling would be brutal, too. Oh, so I, it, I guess, yeah. There's, yeah. We don't and have so, hockey and, and what they're finding is that it's not one concussion, but multiple concussions, multiple head injuries overall mm-hmm. that don't have to be traumatic, but are happening at a, mi- a more minor but regular pace. And what they found in the NCAA is that actually more hockey players get concussions than football players. But that more football players get repeat concussions. When a hockey player gets a concussion, it's usually when some freak fucking thing happens to a bad hit or something like that. But in football, a running back's gonna get clobbered twenty times in a game going up the middle. So there's twenty times more times. Exactly. So so those are the statistics that they found there. And because of all of this, the NFL eventually had to chalk up, you know, eventually admit that the sport is super dangerous, especially at the highest level they're playing. And they had a seven hundred sixty-five million dollars settlement to help like eighteen thousand players um, who sued them based on like, having some issues. And big players have died or killed themselves or gone fucking crazy, um, like Dave Dewarson and Junior Seau most recently. And that was the big one that really resonated with people like Greg and I's generation, is Junior Seau was an him. amazing player. We grew up with him, and he went fucking crazy and killed himself out of nowhere. And this was a big, hitting, defensive player who dove headfirst into players for 15 years and, and was totally fine until he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then he was gone. And so this brings up the question on if there's a point in which... Well, let me back up and say, first of all, that this is starting to scare people. Uh, parents are starting to diminish... Like, there's actually a smaller group or a, 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 a more fledgling group of people playing sports, uh, football, at a youth level, at an early age, because parents are afraid that their kids are getting exposed to these injuries very early. Even though there's mixed evidence on whether the hits are hard enough at, say, the 10- or 12-year-old level to actually injure them, they're still afraid to expose them. Mm-hmm. The question then becomes that if there are a fo- few... Are not many if there are not many players playing at the young level, then there's fewer polite players playing in high school. Then the pool to go to college becomes smaller. Then the pool to draw to college for the NFL becomes smaller, and so on and so forth. And the idea is is that uh, and what people think is that football might go extinct because parents are not willing to expose their their. their Children. youth, their kids, to a demonstrably dangerous sport that has all these statistics behind it, stating that at some point at some point, 40 or 50% of you are going to have some sort of degenerative brain disease, even if you only played in the NCAA and then went on to have a normal life, which is what most NCAA football players do. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't. In the draft, you're talking about 270 players a year out of out of thousands and thousands and thousands of players that are def- technically eligible, I guess, or would want to play. Um, but the other side of it is this, and this is the side that I've argued in the past, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, but this, at the NFL level, this is what I wanted to tell you guys. The average... Um, player will play in the NFL for 3.3 years. If you make the team as a rookie, like make your first team as a rookie and then stay in the league, your average is six years. The league minimum salary is $435,000 a year, and the average salary is $1.9 million a year for an NFL player, which is actually the lowest paid of the four professional sports in the United States. Hockey players make more than basketball <laughs> players and then baseball players. If you played the minimum 3.3 years at the league minimum, you'd make $1.44 million, and if you played for six years, you'd make $2.61 million. Mm-hmm. If you averaged 3.3 years at, at $1.9 million, a league average, you'd make $6.27 million, and at six years, you'd make about $11.5 million. The question is twofold is it immoral to let our people to let children play football and to grow them up in this very violent thing and is the risk worth the benefit at the NFL level since these guys all make a ton of money to play in a gladiatorial sort of way as we watch them kill each other basically on the field mm-hmm. is it worth the 50% risk say of a running back playing for 5 years getting hit often and having a few concussions and he walks away netting after all his taxes and is paying a payout and stuff like that 4 million dollars so I've set all of that out. I'm curious what you guys think of the situation. Well, I feel like,
2: you know, I feel like I don't, I don't think football will ever go scarce cause, or, or will ever go away. Because I feel like as those opportunities come, there's always going to be someone who's willing to put their body and their brain on the line. Um, so I feel like to most to the average human being who's playing sports or an athlete, that risk is probably worth it for them. You know, the idea of going out there and being able to be set for life, uh, being a superstar, being a role model. Uh, going and doing the game that you or being able to play the game you love for a lot of people, they pro- I mean because that's the other thing too is that concussions aren't the only thing that can happen to you in football. You can get seriously hurt in football that has nothing to do with concussions. So I think you just as an athlete, you just take that risk and that's what you want to do and it's it's you kind of I mean I think a lot of sports like that, especially a lot of contact sports and this happens a lot happens a lot in fighting, you hear fighters talk about it, is that you just have to find a, a way to mentally just kind of disassociate yourself mm-hmm. from those risks. Right, because it's the same in fighting. Right, there's a lot of lot of concussions that happen in fighting, a lot in in boxing in the UFC. Um, But I think there's always going to be someone that wants to just go out there and do it. As to whether or not it's immoral, I think that as we get more and more information about it, you know, it it really does boil down to the individual's choice. And in that regard, I think it's the parent's choice early on because the kid can't make the choice for himself. Um, Once you get into high school, and then of course in college, you're 18, you can do whatever you want. Um, You know, I don't think it's immoral. I think that it's. Again, it boils down to you. The onus is on you to educate yourself for whatever you're going to participate in. So, you know, if I'm going to go out there and surf, I need to know am I, you know, am I going into waters that have sharks in them? Is am I going to eat by a shark? What's the, you know, what's the reality of that really realistically happening? Realistically, not much uh, up here. But um, those there are dangers. There are dangers to everything we do. And now that the information is out, I think it's a different issue. Now, now people know. Now people know this is an issue. And there's no way to back away from it. And there's no way you can. You can say to yourself, no, that's just that one person. It's not going to happen to me. Um, so knowing that, I mean, it's the same as far as fighting. A lot of people look at UFC and say, it's just a, it's a, it's a brutal blood sport. This shouldn't be allowed. This is disgusting. But no one's forcing these people to go into the cage. People are making this choice because, A, they love it, and, B, they can get paid very, very well if they're
0: very, very good at it. And I don't see anything wrong with that. That's the big thing is I don't think it'll be – I don't think football will go extinct. I don't think that's what the path that it's on. The more reasonable path, I think, yeah, is – uh, talent pool diminishing the level of play diminishing perhaps uh, I think what will happen is from what you're talking about there I think you'll get more stats in terms of what's happening in the youth league are these kids getting concussed are they really getting bounced around that way I don't know I'm not one to say and I think that I would assume based on it. I don't think that I'm not one to say I would say that it probably isn't. I don't remember a lot of my friends who played football coming back concussed or talking like they got bumped around or like screwed up or anything like there were the few kids who could hit really hard and you knew to look out for them and they were the ones you on our team. you would then watch for what they're doing, but I don't remember people doing and talking about concussions on this level granted different time, which I know sounds funny because we're not old, but still 20 years ago or whatever. Yeah, not the same. Um I think then you get into the point of yeah though it's you get to high school and you get to college and you you want to start making those choices you want to start making those plays that's when it does become this conversation you know of what the child the kid the teenager wants to do versus what's not mm-hmm. it, I don't think it's any more a moral, yeah. Then UFC, then smoking, then drinking. Yeah, like we, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Uh, how many studies do we need to say that smoking fucking kills you and will give you lung cancer and doesn't right. stop people? They know that that is a risk that could happen to them, but they choose to go do it. And mm-hmm. I think that's what you'll continue to see here. I don't think you. I think because that's the whole thing too of like, imagine if the stats come out tomorrow. There's even more. I guess you already have the stats, right? Imagine if some group popped up and was like protesting outside of football games and doing all these different stuff. They would be the bleeding heart liberals. Don't listen to them. Football fans and players would bite down even harder on what they're doing and what they're dealing with. I mean, imagine Texas without football, especially at, from a youth level growing up. Yeah, I mean even Missouri, like you know what I mean. That is such a huge part of mm-hmm. life there. Just college in general. Yeah, exactly. Right? That I think that yeah, it comes down to personal choice at that point, which mm-hmm. I think you'll see maybe fewer people make that choice for sure, but you'll still get people making those choices
3: i got a solution here we go it's 2016 yeah no one's feelings can get hurt oh yeah totally has to be a winner we're going to flag football professional flag football um the 49ers are going to be the best flag football players that ever existed they look like they play like a flag football team so that's it (laughs) and every every other week we're going to switch switch the quarterbacks out so everyone gets some
0: fair time to play with
3: everybody you know what fuck it points don't matter whose line is it anyway if That's you want If with.
0: you really want to look into <laughs> some fucking balls out sports, people getting jacked. Go to YouTube, put in Carmen Electra lingerie oh, the football man and, oh, no not football. football and i mean Just like they the are fucking too. cleaning clocks and they are in lingerie people are getting spun up and dropped down and people are fucking fighting like jesus christ yeah calm down karma Electra. there's Joe i mean was,
2: but there is that there is that that uh that question right of like do the pads hurt this or do they help it right mm. and do the helmets or they talk about a lot in ufc with the gloves specifically because you can hit harder with the glove when your hand's wrapped because you're not going to break your hand not wearing a glove you're a lot less likely to Keep throwing punches because eventually you're gonna break your hand before the person's face. One, one's gonna break, Damn. but it might be your hand, right? And so, you know, it's, it, it begs the question like, are like, now that we know this, is it just going to get like, should we just amp up the helmets and the pads? And is that just gonna let people hit harder? Or
0: is it a matter of like, maybe we should go back to no helmets? I don't know, you know? What, yeah, do we know stats or do you know them, I guess, of rugby? Like, what are you, we're talking about? No, rugby I don't, is I don't know what that is. Yeah,
4: rugby is a, rugby's a fantastic sport, and I, I um. I don't know the statistics based on that. They hit differently and it seems to, it is a tough sport, but it's, I would contest and I'm sure that people are gonna be like, you're crazy whatever, that the game's actually inherently not as violent because of what Nick's saying. Like if you are covered in pads and a helmet, you like the way a safety launches himself at a receiver in the middle of the field in the NFL is unlike anything you would ever see in rugby, like just period. So, um, because they feel protected or whatever, but it's one of those same things like the game. Um, you know, I'm I'm a huge football fan. I I, I think I know the sport pretty deeply and I and I really love it. And I can say for sure that the game's getting faster. The people are getting bigger. The bigger people are getting faster, which is even scarier because yeah, they create scary. momentum. And um the game is as violent as ever, but they are trying to actively de-emphasize the violence. They a lot of people feel and I'm sure Greg Greg watches some football, so he knows that like when a hit looks really bad, they often just throw the flag, uh like and say like the guy launched himself or it's not you know, it's uh it's you know uh, hitting a defenseless receiver or whatever because some of the hits are so fucking violent But then when you watch the video replay, it's like there's nothing violent about that hit at all. It's football, you know clean hit, um, yeah. They want to get rid of like helmet to helmet and helmet, you know like um, Safeties and, and cornerbacks would often launch their head like at a, at a player in the middle of the field will often launch themselves um, helmet first at a player. Like in or- right B. Exactly, exactly. So that like they would put like that kind of stuff does damage to the neck and the head and the face yeah. area or whatever. So it's like they're trying to teach like heads up football to like hit in a different way and they're changing the, the way the sports being fundamentally played or trying, but it's not really stopping it from a from a ground basis. My whole theory is this. that like my, my and, and I know it sounds it's not meant to sound as a heartless contention, but um, these guys are getting paid an enormous amount of money to play the game and they don't have to. I agree with you. Like no one's holding a gun to their head and saying mm-hmm. that they have to play it. I think that the, It's it's incumbent on the NFL and perhaps youth leagues and perhaps the NCAA to figure out the safest course of action. But I think that with any um, like with hockey, for instance, like hockey is a relatively safe sport. like except for very specific things like hitting and fighting. And they found that a similar thing with fighting enforcer, the enforcers almost dead in the NFL and the NHL because teams don't need them anymore. They don't really use them and fighting the and fight the goon and the fighting is lower. And, and similar things have happened with, with people in the NHL that like fighters and goons that have killed themselves or, or gone on violent streaks or gone crazy mm-hmm. because they had repeated hits to the head because they weren't really skilled players. They just hit the unfortunate thing in the NFL is a lot of the skilled players are doing the hitting or are getting hit. Um, so if you're like a, if you're a shutdown safety, a free, strong safety, or if you're a running back getting 20 carries a game for four seasons, you're going to get fucking destroyed. Yeah. And and uh, the, the the head injuries are in, are inevitable, but I feel like the 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 pay a, uh kind of overwhelms the risk. Yet we're talking about like well when you go swimming you could get, get eaten by a shark and all those kinds of things like the statistics suggest that like this is a coin flip. And that's and that's what people are, yeah, are, are are that's what people are starting to say you is like football, not the shark eating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People are saying, like, if you play <laughs> football for a certain amount of time at a certain position, heads, you are have a fucking traumatic brain injury in 20 years. Tails, you don't everyone like and you flip the coin for all of them, yeah. you know, and and that's so I understand why people are, like get upset about it, why people are sensitive about it. Um, but I think Greg's right. I think that the pool's going to diminish, the talent's going to diminish, and the game, the overall game might diminish. But um, really I'd be super way, sad though? to see. I do. Well, but yeah, I, I, I feel like they'll just go outside. They will, all, I, I think there will always be someone
2: willing to put their body at risk like that. No, I, there still will be is what we're you saying. Know? And I think maybe it won't be in the United States. Maybe it'll be like what they do in baseball where you're just looking outside of the country for talent.
0: Yeah, but even then, I mean, I still think you're you're, you're still going to have people playing. You're still going to have good people playing. It's just going to have less, fewer of them doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to be banished. I don't think it's going to be banned. I don't think you have to worry about that. I understand what you're saying. I mean, you're, that already happens, right, that people are out looking outside, but not sure. to that extent. I think there'll be people out there looking for those opportunities. But, I mean, I think it just, is. you're talking about, I mean, like, watch, like, Dick Buckus film right or the 85 Bears like amazing team right but they'd get fucking shredded it feels like by everybody you watch now in terms of how they hit how they play what happens yeah what I think I, mean, that, like, I think the, the game
4: back in speed I think the game back then was more violent in some ways because it was like more no holds barred there was no replays there were fewer refs until the 80s I think or early 90s on the field to watch was what was going on trying to run around the and, entire time and so like but like but at the same time like these players it is hard <laughs> it's the same thing with hockey where people are like well Wayne Gretzky's you know arguably the greatest goal scorer of all time and I'm like yeah, there's no doubt that guy I just found ways to to maneuver the puck towards that. He would he would be a great player in today's NHL if he was still 25. But is um, you know Sidney Crosby or John Tavares or, or, or you know Ovechkin like these guys are probably faster and stronger. You know, and that's just mm-hmm. the way that's just the way it goes. And so with the NFL, yeah, these guys. I mean, there are 300, 280 two hundred eighty pound, three hundred pound defensive linemen cruising through like uh, through an out. offensive that could probably run faster than anyone in this room. By the way, using Kevin's all of the, pretty fast. using all of that momentum to run into a, a quarterback that's upright. built maybe like you, you know, no and case. in the, and in the meantime, like maybe the ball gets handed off to a running back built uh, built more stoutly who then gets crushed. In other words, like it's just injuries are inevitable and, and head injuries in a sport like this are inevitable even if you try to play the game safely. Um, I understand like because there really is a cry of like is this immoral? moral like are, like. Are we supporting something that's really like actually destroying these men? And I would say no. I would say that as we were talking about, you know, on, on Colin and Greg, I think a while ago, sports, whether it's baseball or football or, or basketball or whatever, is often a way for a person to get a college education and often a way for a person to, in some ways and sometimes to get out of poverty and to, to provide for themselves and their family and make a new generation of people that have money and have means and are able to invest and be an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial or whatever. But also a lot of NFL players wash out. A lot of them go bankrupt. Um, so it's like a whole kind of convoluted and complicated thing. And also is like the bankruptcy thing in the NFL and all that kind of stuff intrinsically related to the head injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, More impulsive. You know, replies, like, yeah, like that, it's like know. so there's like a lot of deeper questions that that need to be asked. And I feel like um i feel like they're worth asking but i feel like football isn't necessarily a moral. i just think that um we have to know we have to just know, everyone all sides need to know like what they're getting themselves into i think football yeah. is a beautiful game of chess and i think that it's um it's an amazing game it's a it's a, it's a brilliant game it's a game of it's a game of you know i've said this in the past and people make fun of it but it's true a vast majority of nfl players are college educated it's probably the smartest group Of players in any of the professional sports in the United States, based solely on that, because you have to be of a certain age, and you don't draft a player out of high school, Uh, an 18-year-old would get fucking murdered in the NFL. No matter how big and strong they were, they would get killed. It's like the old argument about when the Browns were really bad a couple years ago, and Alabama was really good, the the college football team. They'd be like, "Could Alabama beat Cleveland?" I'm like, "Are you crazy? These are grown fucking men. Yeah, they could be the worst NFL team of all time, and they destroy the best college team. You know, so like, there's such a leap." to get to that level, that by the time you get to that level, you have to have a certain strength, a certain speed, a certain uh, gaming acumen, and I think there's a lot that goes into the game that should be really respected, including the study and the film watching. 95% of of football is really won before you even get on the field. Um, And so I think a lot of that intellectualism should be respected, but we should also contrast it with the the violence of the game and how those two things go together, and I think that's why it's a beautiful sport. It's because it's so violent and so physical, but so intellectual and so smart. Mm Um, but the violent side of it is certainly overwhelming um, the narrative about the sport today as these guys get bigger and stronger. And so I thought it was worth bringing up as football kind of rages on now and everyone's really into it. You know, football gets bigger every year. And is you know, it and the, but is there
2: no like talk about steroid use and things like that? Like, how are these people getting so big? That's yeah, there, there is
4: on. some talk of it. I mean, they, they get tested and stuff. And I feel like the the PD stuff, uh, it's PD, right? Uh, performance enhancing drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they do test for those things, they test for marijuana and all sorts of other shit. I mean, like, um, you know, Alden Smith and Josh Gordon, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, are you know, got in trouble for, for even just smoking weed, or at least Gordon did. Um, but I feel like these like, guys do, just
2: work out hard. Like, but do these people get, ever get popped for this stuff? Yeah, like, they
4: do sometimes, and there's significant penalties for doing that. But, but they, but most of them don't. They work out really hard. We were, Greg and I last year watched, uh, we love hard knocks. This year's hard knocks was about the LA Rams, but last year was about um, the Houston Texans and they were they showed JJ oh, Watson who's a defense who's a defensive end who's who's an amazing defensive player. Um and his workout regimen is it's insane like he's absolutely insane what these guys do to get f- fit he was basically just in a field throwing tires and like he sleeps like 10 or 11 hours a day because he works so hard and stuff like that and it's like batman's workout routine in batman yeah. superman
5: yeah exactly.
3: so it's
4: so anyway i just wanted to bring it up but something we can talk about again in the future if you want i'd be interested to see what the audience thinks of it as well because while i really have a lot of respect for a lot of different sports i think soccer for instance is a really um athletic um sport I really feel like you know I I appreciate baseball and kind of the the thoughtfulness of going and seeing a game and just having a hot dog in the stands and like watching this game play out I love Mm -hmm. obviously I played hockey my you know for most of my life and I I love that sport more than anything, but football is a special place with me. But football draws a dichotomy too, because it really is fucking harsh. Yeah. And Jokes aside, man, yeah.
3: like uh, in high school, they wouldn't let us play. We were not allowed to play football when it was our lunch breaks or whatever on the fields. If we weren't on the football team, we weren't even allowed to play flag football. Oh, yeah. So it's like, if that was happening for me, like I can only imagine the kids nowadays and how like neutered they are in terms sure. of all that stuff. So, but again, that's San Francisco. I'm sure they don't really give too much fucks, but in terms of the talent pool and stuff, I feel like there will always be Texas. And I feel like maybe there's just more people from Texas, right? (laughs) Don't worry everyone, it's It's always Texas. (laughs) If Texas just becomes the thing where it's like a football breeding ground, so be it. Right?
0: I think the more interesting moral question is one we da- <clears throat> we touched on but got out of, would just be the fact of like how ill prepared most of these players are to deal with being millionaires and to deal with this sudden burst of fame. You know what I mean? Because it is that mm-hmm. thing of, like yeah, most are college educated, but there's always the kids who have slipped through the cracks and didn't actually get an education and got, you know, whatever, you know, some shenanigans the ones to ones get movies through there. Out of. The guy in Hard Knocks this year who's like, dinosaurs aren't real. And you're like, all right. Like, what? And he's like, he, well, he believed in something else, but not dinosaurs. Mermaids. 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 He believed in mermaids and not dinosaurs. And you're just like, are you doing this as like a bit on the show, Small wonder, or like, they,
4: they're scoring 4.5 uh, points a game?
0: And so that's the thing, you know what I mean? i just like, I think there is there is a thing of really wealthy owners and really wealthy coaches maybe taking advantage of players they're bringing in and burning them out and putting them out because it's just you know you see, we, I mean we know, but you watch Hard Knocks or whatever, and it's so cutthroat of your. You're off the team. See you later. You know what I mean? And we're like, Yeah, that's the other thing, Alvin too. Alden Smith, something's clearly fucking wrong with you. I don't know if it's your family, your upbringing, whatever. You need someone to sit you down and tell you how to be an adult.
4: Well, that's the other thing, too. And I forgot to bring it up. I can't remember the guy's name, that the Rams running back who was really good, who only played one year or whatever. And then, I think one year, and then basically just disappeared. And his mom was saying that he was acting like he was 12 years old. And he was like, He was totally fucked up after just one year of the NFL. Like, these, th- these things. So, what I'm saying is, like, I think a lot, a little more thought needs to be put into this as well. I agree with you that there's like some sort of these guys need to go, go through some sort of finance management because if you played three point three years at the league minimum, after you pay your agent, your taxes, stuff, you're still walking away with six or seven hundred thousand dollars in cash. Like you should be okay to like start a life and invest that or do something yeah. with it. And yeah, these guys burn. That is a, a different issue, but these guys do yeah. burn money. they burn through their money. It's it's a, it's an it's a very interesting thing. The NFL it's, it itself, compared to the other sports, is just an interesting beast in a lot of different ways because of how profitable it is, how big these teams are, how valuable the teams are, um, how big the television product is, how the, the sport grows year on year on year. I mean, we grew up in a time when the NFL was big, but like the NFL is way bigger than it's ever been now, way bigger than the other sports.
0: Yeah, it's America's and game now. Yeah,
4: like baseball is no longer really relevant to a large swath of America, mm-hmm. but 15 million fucking people will watch Sunday Night Football. That's incredible, you know? Like 15, 20 million people watching a football game? You know, when they could be watching anything else or hanging out with their family or whatever, it's incredible. And so I think we, as much as I love the game, I do think we have to learn more about how to take care of the players better and all those kinds of things. But I do think that there is not a moral imperative to stop playing. And I don't think there is a moral imperative to hinder uh youth playing either because the argument can even be made at the pop warner level are they even generating the velocity to hurt themselves and I think that there's not enough. They can have know. those little string beans. But I don't know. There's a million different a studies shit. you guys can all read I think it the one kid the who got the, though, the under-arm It's there.
3: Teaching them so that when they can hurt somebody then they can. You know that's like teaching kids to to fight when they're young. It's like all
4: right it doesn't hurt people then but it's mm. like you mm. can hurt people mm. when you're yeah, growing mm. up and
3: it's when you're in that weird in between age that it can get dangerous. it's an,
4: it's an, it's an interesting topic for people that don't watch the game. I, su- I suggest on Sunday just turn on a game and just watch it. I don't think you can appreciate how violent it is until like you really sit there. Don't watch the quarterback. Don't watch the ball. Just watch everything going on with with you know all the, all twenty two players on the field. It's horrendous. It's, I mean, like that's the thing is, it's just like
3: you see all these like war movies, and then there's these two opposing sides of armies, and then they just run at each mm-hmm. other. And every time I see that, like in Game of Thrones uh, last season, like that happened, and I'm just like, what's the goal there? You're just fucking running into each other. Like, that's not going to end You're well for You're thinking about
2: the the last uh, scene in the intro for the X-Men cartoon. That's what that, yes. Yeah. The, the similar idea of, like, these things just running at
3: each other. What What is the goal? You're all just going to run into each other and fucking, that's it? That's what football is. Over and over and over, and there's a ball being thrown in between. It's way know? more I'm strategic
4: like, than that. But, yeah, the idea is to...
5: Just run into each other. Well,
3: they're running into
4: each other to, like, create a hole or to create a diversion or a block or whatever. Oh, so right. that's, the, that's the intellectually brilliant thing about football is that, like, it's super fucking deep. You just have to understand what's going on. It took me a long time to understand it. And there's still things that I learn. And I I watch football. I watch literally five games a week. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's I watch Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, every week. Every week. Don't miss a game. And it's like you know. Now let me ask you the most important th- question
2: on this topic: mm. Do you watch Ballers on HBO? Yeah, Ballers. Ballers deals with all the issues we're talking about right yeah. now, including the head injuries and the mismanagement of funds. Mm. Shout out to the Rock. The Rock. What yes. up, Rock? Good you job. Do no Based
4: wrong. on a true story. But, go oh, get okay. him, Rock. Good job. Anyway, as usual, I'll be interested to hear what the what the listeners think in the comments, or you guys can tweet at me or whatever. I'll be interested to see if there is a moral imperative or not. Because it's a question that's being asked. You guys can and Google around and read. There's some interesting, really fascinating think pieces on both sides of the argument. I mean, there are really people that are out there that be like, football is going to die. And, and like, like, Texas is dead body. And Well, that's what, well that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying earlier is like the NFL has a big problem when someone dies on the field. You know, like that's going to be a massive. I don't think so. it's going to happen. And it's going to happen, it, but it, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. It looked like it happened a few times. Yeah. W- didn't w- yeah, didn't bounced WWE bounced right
3: back multiple times. I mean, WWE's dealt with all of this, and that, that is the, the safe. Oh, that's fake true. Version, they had right? the, yeah. was it Chris Benoit? It was well, a Chris that. Benoit Hart, is the like yeah, yeah, the crazy yeah. version, and yeah. then there's uh, Owen Hart, Owen Hart the being records. the like actually dude motherfucking died yeah. while people are watching this. Yeah. shit. Yeah. So, so Tim. it's worth considering.
0: Timmy, what's your topic? My topic.
3: It's about a traumatic experience that I had earlier. Today. Oh, oh today?
0: Today. Oh wow.
3: Me and Colin Was it this shirt? Uh no, that, that was traumatic experience number one. Have you seen okay. yourself in that shirt? I have. Okay. It's fucking fantastic. Because <laughs> I
2: saw that shirt. It was There's traumatizing litter, for me. On At parts.
0: first I thought he had been shot because of like the spray out on the side. Shot. Yeah.
2: And then it turns out his inside's just made it of like he, uh he's some crashed sort of orange orange the inside. Crush. <laughs> yeah.
3: I got crashed on the inside. Um, so me and Colin, we went to to get lunch. We ordered a whole bunch of burgers, it was a good old time. We parked my car. And The parking's like a block away from the, the studio. Here we start walking down, and then we got straight up attacked by this dog, and it was a, a horrifying experience. And by that, I mean the dog just started barking at us and like walked up to us and then walked away. But here's my thing it could have attacked me. What kind
0: of dog was it? It was a, it was a chihuahua, know. no, a small, some sort Mim of shepherd pin. or
3: something. I don't know, it was a, it was a pretty shepherd. medium
0: sized dog, yeah. Okay, okay.
3: So, my topic is. Cats and dogs. We haven't really talked about them ever, surprisingly. I look yeah. back at the topics. I would have sworn we had done that by now. We haven't. My thing is, why do we trust them? Why do I trust this, this mangy mutt looking at me, running at me with his, I don't know, 60 pounds of fury? Some stray dog? Well, no, just this, no there's this mo- old lady.
5: Hey.
2: Oh, was a lady Get involved. Get
3: back
5: here, George.
3: No, George?
2: Yeah, like, whatever the dog's name, a, name was. There's just a dude in, a dog in my neighborhood. Listening. That is a clearly a control freak. The guy's like six four, and he has these fucking gigantic white dogs, three of them. They look like hellhounds, like they're just fucking, like the, the dire wolves that they found in, in in Game of Thrones. That they like later, mm-hmm. you know. But he's got them all chained to each other, oh but he's not boy. holding on to them.
0: What they and walk for themselves?
2: Like, and clearly, guys, like oh, I think one of them's called Thor. He's like Thor, come on! And, and the dog's like, all right. And then he like pulls the other one with him. I'm Like, what if that dog? Just attacks a kid randomly. The like, what? I don't understand. With him. Like, what? What? boomerang. Runs people through people's heads. And I see it all the time in my neighborhood. Where, like, the other day I saw this, like, really old, like, beautiful black lab just struggling to walk down the street. And I was like, who the fuck? Where's your owner? And I looked down, and all the way at the end of the block, the guy was like, come on. And I'm like, why is that dog not on a fucking leash? And there's cars zooming by. And I mean, this is it's my neighborhood. So it's like Fillmore, Fillmore Street. People are going by. It breaks my heart, man. People. People are annoying when it comes to their dogs. Yeah. You always put
0: poory on a leash, right? Yeah. Of course he's a psycho. You kidding me? That's no. true. But why? <laughs> I, don't, I still not understand the question. Why? Why? Why do we trust dogs? That's I don't trust I don't, dogs trust. I don't trust one fucking dog. Good. If If one dog's coming at me barking, immediately I'm getting in the low stance, getting ready to kick. Because that's the move. When it's <laughs> jumping at me, thing. I'm kicking at it. That's in. a
3: perfect example, though. Is like, all right. So I'm walking with Colin, and I'm not gonna lie. I see this thing coming to me. What's my first thought? gotta look cool in front of Colin. Don't oh really? really scared
4: as you are? Oh no. I didn't no, like no. that situation at all. I don't know what you were feeling. I just felt like the dog wasn't going to do anything. Like See? I just I, don't think I that saw way. the woman on the porch. I felt like cuz I said afterwards I'm like well, the dog bites me and I sue you. Like that's cool. Like that we can we can Kevin play that got game.
3: Got viciously attacked by a dog when we were younger. And, and it was it, Kevin turn on your microphone. Horrifying. I want to hear
1: about this. Yep, it's true. What we happened? Got attacked by a dog. So, uh a neighbor friend of mine comes with a golden retriever. Beautiful dog. And she's like, hey, I found this dog. And I was like, no, that dog belongs to that house over there. And she's like, all right, cool. She walks over there. And I watch her from my house, doesn't knock, come back and said, nah, they said it wasn't theirs. And I was like, no, I just saw you not knock. And she's like, dude, you think I can keep it? I was like, no. And then the dog just looks at me and is like, fuck this and runs at me. Now the dog is as tall as me, right? When sure, it's on that was short kid. Yeah, that was yeah. like four nine at the time. Thank
0: God you grew so tall. Thank <sighs> God from the tiny Deku nut, the Deku tree that you are now grew. I can still take you down right to the ground. I, did you just hear how I take down a dog? It's the same for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as you lunge, I kick. <laughs> and then it, the, the dog's on top of me, knocks me down. Yeah. I smack my head real hard. Damn. And it goes to bite my face. I block with my arm. Smart. Now I got a bunch of bite wounds. On my, well, it was just one bite. But did you sue? No, no. They just took it and killed it and checked it for rabies. It did not have rabies, thank fucking yeah, that's god.
2: The, that's the shitty thing. I mean, first off, I'm a dog lover. I love dogs. Cats can all go burn in hell, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, don't like them, don't trust them. And I have a, I have a deep feeling that if the cat were bigger than me, he would eat all of us. There was a like, story. There was a story about that,
4: right? Well, didn't we go over that like a while we, ago? Yeah. What, what? What? It was like it, something yeah. in the Guardian, like some or like cats i think would i read in the Guardian, like, yeah it was something yeah. called like the, if cats could kill you they would they would like they don't yeah. care about you they don't aren't interested yeah, in anything no you do yeah, they are the just using you and if they could eat you they would fucking eat you they would eat you no that's not so right no so i believe it but people can go like that I
2: 100% believe that i'm not even going to check it i'm going to just believe that as fact and go on with the rest of my life understanding that concept um yeah i love dogs i haven't been bitten by a dog though but even that I have. I have. Oh, it's I got a bad story. Uh, I was my, my I, like I think I told this story before my uh, my uncle uh, Vince who was a former sheriff hey. Vinny, yeah, um, Uncle Vinny. I got Uncle Vin. Hey, um, great guy. He used to live out in uh, Paris, California, which is like by Hemet. If anyone knows it, you know. If not, don't even worry about it. But um, he used to. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those really small towns in in uh, Southern California that you would think like, hey, maybe it'll blow up one day, and it just it didn't. It never not not blow up. I mean, like you a know, a lot of people will move there, mm-hmm. and the town mm-hmm. will be booming. Gotcha. Never never really worked out that way. Yeah. He has since moved to Temecula, but um. He used to raise German shepherds and he would train them as police dogs. And one day, I mean, he just had this cage and they would just like I mean, it was like the fucking raptors when I would go out there, right? In Jurassic Park. They would just like trace me with their eyes and go back and forth. And as I would walk, they would just like you know, they would like trace on the cage. And I'm like, Oh, they're police dogs. They're cops. Right. These dogs. These are the cops of the dog. World. They're not going to fuck with me. Right. <laughs> Hello,
0: officer. Just me. <laughs> little fat pudgy it? Nick
2: scarpy oh covered in,
0: in, in uh, antipasta.
2: So to, to me, these dogs are like these lean, cool police officers like out of uniform. Right. I'm thinking they're going to like get a, a belt and a little doggy gun and go out there and like take down some drug dealers to them. I am a walking donut. Like, I am a fucking. Because, I mean, this is when I was super chubby, too. So I was like a kid. I was probably. I could just imagine myself just stuffing Twinkies into my face, looking at these dogs. And they haven't been fed probably like all day. And my uncle's probably like really disciplining them, whatever. So we all go in, and he wanted Officer to, Whiskers, get wa- him. <laughs> uh, he wants to acclimate us to the dogs, obviously. So he's like, you know, come in. And like, there's a specific way, you know, smell your hand, make sure you give them a treat, whatever. But don't. They're not like normal dogs. So don't go in and like. Hug them. Try to fuck Kiss with them. them, you know? Because. You know, they're going to, they're going to bite your fucking head off. And I was like, okay. And I respected that. And I don't know why, for whatever reason, we all turned to leave the cage and no one told me to not turn my back to them. Cause I saw everyone else and I was the last person in the cage and I just felt this on my ass. Yeah. And it was a dog's, it was one of the dogs yeah. just fucking was like, that's a T bone steak and I want me some of that and just, just clamped like onto my ass. And I remember being like, it was weird cause I wasn't scared. I remember just thinking I must have done something wrong. Like it didn't. I don't remember it hurting.
0: Officer Bones, no.
2: Like I don't remember it hurting. I just remember being like, "Oh shit, this is like this is happening right now." And like, how do I get this dog off my fucking ass? Like it was like it was like my lower thigh. It was he didn't go straight for the asshole. Um, And all of a sudden, I look over. My uncle Vince just comes out of nowhere and just like prys it off and like pulls it back, pulls me out of the cage, locks it, and I I was fine. Iodine the dog didn't have rabies or anything like that. Um, but what I felt really bad about was that they had to destroy the dog cause it can't be,
0: yeah, that they you can't, can't be an officer like around that.
2: other people. Right. So not only did it flunk its cop test, <laughs> got the death penalty. <laughs> Unfortunately, they had to that's kill it. a, that's a it, high cost for a, d- a test. I've, I've always felt bad about that. Cause on the one hand I'm like, okay, obviously you can't release really, this dog can't be around other people. Yeah. Like, if it's, if it's acting like this, it's not trained well enough. It's going to eventually be a huge liability. It might hurt someone seriously. But on the other hand, I'm like, it's kind of fucked up that we raise dogs. And if it doesn't pass muster, We fucking execute it, right? Like this dog that is not that far removed from a wild animal, right? Just because we, quote unquote, domesticated dogs doesn't mean that it doesn't still have those primal instincts to like attack and kill things. And then all of a sudden when it does, we destroy it. Isn't that kind of, like, that's always been, that's never, never really sat well with me. Now, Doggy granted, if a cat will. attacked me, ah. if a cat attacked me, I'd punt that fucker across the room.
0: Cats attack <laughs> Cats attack all the time. Oh, okay. Dude, cats you just, you, just, snap they, you do that thing where you roll, roll them over their belly and they're like clawing at your yeah, thing. You're, no, like, you're
3: adorable. You're cats just so cute. Are, they, they're fucking even more scary than dogs are. So big dogs, obviously they're scary. Small dogs, they have that creepiness about them that I just don't fucking trust. But now cats, that's
0: chia infecting you. What, the small is, dogs? Yeah. No,
3: I've, I've always had a... You, small dogs creep you out? Yeah. Small I, dogs I, are the best, know, Animals in general, I'm just kind of like, I just don't trust them. Like, I really don't trust them. I'm like, all right, we're just going to let this thing on my neck. All it needs to do is, and I'm dead right there in the gullet. I'm done. Yeah. It's, Fucking it. done. And they know. And if I got killed but, by Portillo, yeah. that'd be the saddest thing ever. But all he yeah, needs awesome. to do is get his little damn, get
2: his jaw I mean, it would be me.
0: sad, but like, think of the story
2: we would have for know, Kind of Funny. I know, it'd be great. How many great it'd topics be, would we have about that? time. Portillo killed Tim <laughs> I would insist that Portillo there live. would be like a
0: whole thing of just like would, do we have to what do we do with the painting like we we don't want to we don't want to take Tim out of it because he means so much do we leave his murderer in it as well I would
2: I would insist I would insist that we had a trial and that I represented Portillo because I would get him off I would Johnny Cochran the shit
3: out of oh, that man. dog you're like going through no, everything he's ever cats, Tim's ever said the cats are scary and they, I feel like they always have been because they just do what they want they obviously don't like us dogs seem to like us so that's when the cats start being all friendly and shit that i'm like you're up to something you're up to some shit so i just straight up dogs are better than cats we're not fucking stupid here that's a fact Fact. everybody understands this um however my ex-girlfriend had two cats and after staying with her a whole lot like i kind of grew a fondness for these cats and it's very similar to like colin who i imagine doesn't like small dogs Has a fondness for Lola just because you're around this thing and you're like, Man, I can't hate you. So, like, I kind of fell in love with these cats and I'm like, Man, I shouldn't have this positive emotion towards cats because I should fucking hate you guys. They're horrible. But they were also, they were so nice. They always do that like little making bread thing. Yeah, making biscuits. What what the hell are you doing? And they're just like, And they make that that little like engine noise. And I'm like, This is weird. Everything about this is weird. But that's the thing is like, I know I don't trust them because then you, when you look at their, they're so cute. They're doing little like, Mm, mm. And then they're making the bread, but then you see the fucking claws. Yeah, like, the coming fucking out. Wolverine
2: claws. And I'm forget like, about it. Fuck you guys. Here I am. Wait, first off, you're letting my guard down. Retractable claws, terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. Raptors cool, have cool. retractable claws. They got razor blades,
3: yeah. man. Like yeah. that's the thing is, like those things are like weapons of mass destruction. We're just letting these cats walk around the streets.
0: Just no. What, like my favorite they- cat move is when you're petting one. And you're getting it in a good spot, and it really likes it. And then it just on the su- just decides, no, I'm done. It turns out it bites
4: you. Yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck, man. Yeah, cats are strange. Like, I, so I grew up with cats, and I, I like cats. Me too. Um, I've had you know uh, a few cats that are you know important to me, and and I appreciate them and, and I love them. They are like on, uh, animals that like love you on their own terms. And what I always really loved about the, the certain cats I had where it was like they only like a few people. They don't really have time or care about anyone else. They're like skittish as hell. And but like they do have they do show affection in their own way. I think that it's a little dramatic for like that that of were being like they'll kill you if they could. I'm like I'm not sure that that's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. I think that they're just unpredictable and a little wily. You know like they're just they and would they're, abso- I think they're a little they would fucked absolutely up, up. I think kill you and here's why I know that because mountain lions will fucking kill you and they're not that. Far. Show it a wolf though. It's true. So so that's so, true. So so the uh, I I just I just <laughs> <laughs> it makes like you know what I didn't think this through at all. They you know not? my paws. So that's on my them. point
3: though. I don't trust any of them. You're right,
4: but like so like cats I'm like, you know like these days as an adult like we we had Chloe for a long time at our apartment right. we loved that like, was she a cat. was she was she was Mike Mitchell's cat she was she was fucking weird like she was definitely like a character you know like she was definitely just a weird fucking character that lived in our house that was just that I she like loved Mike. Like, it was so, like, and that was, that was, it was interesting to watch, like, she, I was her second, like, she would hang out with me, like, all the time, Mike wasn't there, but she could tell how Mike even came into the apartment, so, like, she sight unseen, she'd just be like, I'm out, like, when Mike came in, I'd never see her again until Mike left, and then she would come sit with me or whatever. Um, Lola, I really do love, I have, like, I'm, I adore Lola. Um, and it's funny because I have I, my exposure my, my friends had dogs as kids and stuff But I've only lived with a couple of dogs that painted a certain image of a dog in my head different images But a certain mm-hmm. image certain images nonetheless of dogs where I'm like this isn't for me, which is like in college I lived with a pit bull for a little while who was not, named Mimi who uh-huh. was who was really cute But like fucking crazy and that, you want to talk about a dog I didn't trust I'm like nah, like you could fucking kill me I remember like just like sitting on the couch next to and being like you could just Murder me right now if you want to, but then but she didn't Tim. Uh, but then with uh, Portillo, it's like well Portillo is like kind of just a lap dog and and like kind of just sits around and stuff like that. And I'm like well, that's not exciting to me either, right? Like so like people best. like people like certain dogs or certain kinds of cats mm-hmm. and that's cool. But with Lola, uh, who's a Boston Terrier and Boston Terriers are notoriously crazy. Um, she has like an incredible personality and so that drew me into being more interested in in, in dogs because I'm like this is the first dog I lived with that has like a real like outgoing. Personality, where like right. I'm like you're kind of crazy, like, and I kind of well, like she's it. But a sweetheart, too. and she's so super good natured. She would never hurt anyone, and like, but she but hurts she, me
3: all the time. Well, she
4: because she's trying to get on your. She doesn't realize she has like. See, these are laws.
3: Everybody just they, they live in their bubbles and they think that these little furry creatures are nothing but fun. All they are is little portable claw attack machines. Yeah, they that are. just claw and attack.
2: You know what they're like though. She's, she's not trying to monsters in TMNT. The little things that like came at You and just started biting. That's yeah, exactly what. Especially they are.
3: when she had a little butt. I yeah. shout out to her little butt. Yeah, Lola, I do Lola,
4: like shake, Lola shakes her butt. But
0: but That's what and I'm
3: saying. They lure us into this like yeah, thing cute. where they're like, "Oh, we so cool," and then they fucking kill you. And they kill you. She, yeah. So the
0: thing no, is, Lola lures you into the thing, and then she gets up and audibly farts next to you. Yeah. That was today when when I was working from home. She gets up in her down I'm like, "Oh, you can't!" I'm like, "Oh, she, yeah. oh God!" Yeah, That's so okay. They right, now Portillo has shit his pants before. All you know. the do- I mean, yeah. all dogs have. But I mean, again, it's another Boston trait that they're really. Boston's are stinky. Yeah, and they snore. Yeah, they,
4: it's because of their nose, or whatever. It's yeah. interesting because apparently, like, their bodies don't smell at all. Like, I give her like a bath a week, but like, she never smells. But like, she'll fucking fart seven thousand times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so, but like, so she turned me like she kind of turned me onto this certain kind of dog where I'm like, okay, like, I actually like and appreciate dogs more than I realized. It was just that I didn't really encounter on a personal level the dog that I would vibe with mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Sure. I don't want a lap dog. I yeah, don't want a up. fucking crazy pit bull. I want like she's like. She's like a good natured kind of nut job and I and, and she's like really she's sweet, you know, mm-hmm. like and and uh, so that kind of turned me on. And I've been talking about that with Aaron lately and other people where I'm like this turned me on to the whole world of dogs. I'm reading about them and trying to learn about them. And I've made mistakes. You witnessed one of them, which was like uh, I didn't have her food because I don't know anything about dogs. so I'm learning. I didn't have her food. So I just bought her other food and I gave it to her. And then she shit all over the apartment. Yep, that happens. And I'm like, and Aaron's like, why would you change your food? You can't do that. And I'm like, I didn't know that. How the fuck would I know That's that? So like, I'm like, I just gave her cat food. I thought it was all the same. It so, doesn't matter. So like, um, and I, I feel bad about that too because she was, that morning she was trying, she was like all like, like on my chest as I was getting up and she was trying to tell me she wanted to go outside. I'm like, oh, you're just being very affectionate and then I ignored her and then an hour later she's like, I can't hold it anymore. I felt really bad for her. Um, but, it's okay. I, it, but it turned me on to, but it turned me on it turned me on to a certain kind of a dog and, and realized that I, I like dogs. I, I think that my love of dogs is especially because I'm with Lola all the time. Aaron works like really long hours and's gone a, lo- a lot of time. so like I'm with her constantly mm-hmm. And uh, she and I have just bonded in a very specific way. Um, so my my love of dogs is waxing as my love of cats is actually waning because I realize the advantages of having a dog. Now having a dog's a fucking pain in the ass. Like in many ways, way more ways than having a cat. Yeah, spin. I feel like yes. that's why
2: people pick cats, right? But, cats can yeah, they're be, easy. If, if left to their own devices, they'll figure out how to hunt. No,
0: themselves. growing up, that was the whole thing. I grew up in a cat household. Right. And that was the thing of like, oh, yeah, I grew up with cats. I love cats. Cats are better than dogs. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But then like being removed and then having Portillo for so many years. And then when we reintroduced Chloe, I was like, oh, man no cats kind of suck it's tracking litter all over the house and this thing and then you got to clean the shit out of the, the the stinky box and all this stuff and it's pooping in your house and it's a thing and blah, blah blah and it's like yeah it's a pain in the ass of let's walk portillo let's do this where i can't just leave portillo unattended for a weekend like i could a cat you know when I mean, we used to go camping we had cats we just left out extra food you just clean get, the litter box like, and be fun Put like
2: three birds in there and just
0: slaughter them in and are like have fun you're good you're fun you gotta hunt <laughs> this is how we keep you, <laughs> you wild like, Damn. but i yeah that I, I, I thought it, it was, oh, it took, you know, years before I reflected back. I'm like, oh man, like now nah, I really like dogs better than I like cats. Like just, I get, you get more out of the relationship,
2: I feel. See, I've never, I, maybe maybe it's because I've never had a positive interaction with a cat. Like I've never bonded with a cat. All of my of my experiences with cats have either been neutral or extremely negative. And the, the, the first one that comes to mind is the first, when I moved up here, I moved into Brisbane, California, which is Brisbane is very, very 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 small town it's not even a town it's more like five houses in a in a in like a 711 yeah. um, but i didn't know anything about the area and i couldn't afford to to live in san francisco so i was like brisbane there's a craigslist ad the guy needs a roommate in brisbane great and it's right where you work it's right where i worked cuz the old ign offices were in brisbane important important thing um moved there the guy's like are you okay with cats i'm like oh, i'm a little bit allergic but i'll be i'll be fine until i see this cat <laughs> okay God. and i can't express to you the feeling of locking eyes of this animal for the first time and seeing pure evil. I just don't know if you've ever had this feeling before. <laughs> this thing was long, very lean, pure white. White like, it's like it's something that scared the dickens out of it or it was just a ghost running One-eyed. around. One-eyed. One-eyed, wore a patch, had a peg leg. No. But the thing with this cat was it was, it was, he was, and the guy warned me. He was like, look, the cat's a good cat, but occasionally <laughs> it likes you just jump on your head (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i don't are you serious about this and he said yes occasionally it'll just come up and you just push it off it's fine it'll go away (laughs) so i'm watching tv late the first night the guy had already gone to bed and the cat i didn't realize the cat was out because cats by the way when they're on carpet you can't fucking hear them coming it's like a dog you could always hear coming dogs aren't subtle this cat was a ninja and i just felt something behind me on the couch and all of a sudden this fucking cat comes up behind me and greg i need to hold this mic like you got it the cat comes up behind me. I didn't even see it. And it just goes like this. <laughs> and then it starts to lick the back of my head.
0: <laughs> and at this
2: point, like I'm like, I'm so scared right now that I actually can't move. I eventually got the damn thing off me, but I was like, this cat has to be cannot be around me. When I got, got my I first cats. cat,
0: Gizmo got her as a little kitten. Mm -hmm. Adorable cat. Great name for a cat. Yeah, she was great. Loved her. Fell in love with her. She was a good cat. Gizmo, fucked up in the head. You know, personality of cats, right? She was taken away from her mother too early. So for the next decade or however long this cat lived, what she would do is at night... Try to suck her nipple? No, at night, she would go into the kitchen, Mm -hmm. bite the towels off of the oven, and then drag them in her mouth through her legs, moaning. So as a young kid growing up, you have a banshee in the house. (laughs) (laughs) all night long. I'm like, you eventually got no big deal. You know what I mean? That's sure. okay. Cool. Sure. Next cat Not I annoying. get is Cuddles. Cuddles is an adorable little cat, right? Little gray kid. Who's naming right? these cats? Me. I'm a kid. I'm a kid. I'm a dumb kid. You know what I <laughs> mean? Gizmo cats? for gremlins. Sure. Cuddles because Cuddles cuddled with me. Like as soon as I got her out of the thing, she cuddled up with me and wouldn't let go of me. Uh, Pokey won because of Ernest Goes to Camp. Pokey too. also because of Ern- Ernest Goes to Camp. Now, these are turtles. I should have pointed that out. These are turtles. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I had a guinea pig named Iggy for uh, Iggy Wiggum on The Simpsons. That's awesome. Really deep cut of uh, the hellfish. Anyways, though, I get cuddles, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to bond with this cat. Trying to, you know, we have a whole day together. I go to bed that night. Wake up. Uh, cuddle, or, and this must have been Gizmo. I guess they all run together. Cats are stupid. Yeah. Well, we go to bed the first night with Gizmo. I assume it is then. And I wake up. and It's the first cat I've ever had. This is the first cat then that wants to sleep with me, right? Because uh, my, my parents' cats, they didn't want anything to do with me, right? You know what I mean? These cats are old. They knew my parents. Yeah. That, by the way, they've seen some shit. If you're looking for like the how I got good at naming cats, one of my parents' cats, Runt Face because He was the runt of the litter, I called him Runt Face. Runt Face was a son of a bitch. That's like runt what happens when you make let Runterson.
2: That's like exactly.
0: It's like what happens when you have a public, uh, a vote public on the voting. Yeah. anyways. I wake up when I wake up that first night with Gizmo because she's the first one, she's a kitten, and I wake up and just feel this uh, her tail across my neck. But I'm a little kid, I'm like six or seven tail across my neck and rather than me think it was the cat i just got this today thought it was some kind of monster or giant spider yeah and threw off the covers and screamed and ran around the house for a second gizmo didn't sleep with me for a long time but it was that it was that gizmo's choice or your choice no, i mean i was gizmo's choice she was like i don't this i don't know what just happened <laughs> i don't need insane, to be a part of this right? i mean <laughs> before that yeah, yeah. jesus christ yeah.
3: no i get it though man those those cats like they do that thing you see it on reddit all the time like the startled cats yeah where it's like what are they looking at I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know what their reaction to. Is there a fucking ghost, ghost there? Yeah. yeah, that's the other it's thing. Like,
0: can they see through dimensions? Probably. You catch animals do it. just be staring at stuff all the time. Like, what I, do you I see, motherfucker? The thing, with Kevin.
3: Kevin, you're gonna need to get back on the mic because you need to give me some fact checks here. Here we go with some fact um, checks. Um, these, fact these, checks? these cats are fucking crazy. Kevin's always not always. He had two dogs. He had Zeus and Thor. Nice. Uh, yeah, were Zeus little fucking Thor. French poodles. Thor, wow. for some reason. Miniature French. Not puddles. what I expected when they I heard mine. the names. They, they were mine. Older sisters. I
0: named well, I didn't them. Think, I didn't think they
3: were He, he did name them. Uh, but Thor could only pee if it was on his front legs and did a handstand. Handstand every everywhere. Time. It was just like, this is not yeah. efficient yeah. at and all. It's Damn like incredible. Thor. You can uh, see
1: Zeus pee normal. But then
3: just pee normal. Then they eventually go away. I don't remember what happened to them. Where'd they Four go? But,
1: <laughs> uh, Valhalla? One is a Greek god, so you look dumb. So that's Olympus. At yeah. some
3: point, these these dogs are gone, and I don't remember. Did they die. Sis- what happened? No, there?
1: yeah, my sisters—they were my sisters' dogs. They each had a dog, and they I got them? screwed. No, they like were terrible at taking care of them, so they like gave them away to some old lady <sighs> oh, on geez. Craigslist. They gave them filet mignon.
3: Okay, Steak. so eventually, there's this stray fucking cat that keeps going to Kevin's house, and Julia. eventually, it has babies underneath oh, that was
1: Roy. Yeah, you're talking about Roy. Roy had babies. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know it was a boy or a girl. She just kept coming here, and I was like, "It's it's." He named names Roy. his cat
3: Roy. It ends up being a woman. Short for Roy. It ends Yow. up having a lot of babies underneath his sister's bed. Yep. So I don't remember exactly a lot of the details. So aren't wait, important. while Kevin's sister's making babies on top, uh-huh. Roy's popping them out. Popping them out stairs. the bottom, just fucking one, two. Th- I don't even. There was a whole bunch of them. But Five. There was one. Blood, blood. After there was one the that was like that <laughs> one needed a little extra help, and because uh, it was it was a little stupid. It was a stupid cat.
1: No, it was sick. It had a nasal infection, and we took it to the vet, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this cat's dead. You got to just put it down. It's gonna be dead. This cat's dead. You can pay." Declared like- by the doctor, Kevin so says. So what does Kevin no. Coelho do? No, no, it's my sister. Iron but, lung.
3: He says, "Fuck this." So he fucking milks the cat. He oh, you're talking about
1: the milky? He milked Roy. He actually milked <laughs> the well, fucking Well, when cats. so when they were first born, what's wrong uh, with you, Kevin? No, there's nothing wrong. So when he wanted not. to save no, a listen, life. Listen. do you know the How one shortage? You do you
5: know
0: the pocket? shortage we have in
1: America of cats? I'm glad he did this. Yeah, that meant rabbits. Um, yeah, when when Roy had babies, all the cats were trying to
5: nurse. Eat. Yeah, nurse.
1: Yeah, sure. And uh, nothing was happening, and like my mom started freaking out. She's like, "What do we do?" I was like, "Well." You get a rock. Stray cat, by the way,
3: that just started living in their house. Yeah. Well, we a had Roy. cat
1: food there for Julia. There was another cat that would come around. Oh, not your sister. sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get it. What? <laughs>
4: right. I'm not sure I
1: do either. that shit too? I had a cat once it that was had babies, a but it decided to have the
2: babies, it had the kittens behind the fucking dryer. Like the worst spot. Like the, how under, how did,
1: why under his? My dad was sister's pissed. bed is probably a really hot. bad place too. Yeah, it was really deep under there Stinky. too. So, so this little this, and she this only, cat. Roy only liked me at the time. She was still a stray, and no one else could get around or else she get all feisty. Because he had the baby, but except for me, because I I don't know. I, she just liked me and let me milk her. <laughs> so Kevin would milk this
0: cat. I couldn't even. <laughs> no, handle you had you, just, back you, then.
1: you do it once, and then once you get the fucking factory going, it does itself. So, so was just, there a blockage? Yeah, I, did I mean, the first
0: squirts come out like cottage cheese?
1: I don't. Oh. I, it just wasn't happening. Was she like? Was she, you was like bulbous she like milklands? You do it for people too when they're when they're first having babies. You sometimes got to massage a little bit in there. How many titties you massage for the mamas? Oh, I know what I'm doing. Kevin
2: I has hands. a standing ad on Craigslist for that <laughs> service. It's just a photo of
0: him like this and
2: that. <laughs>
3: Kevin, just him and so yeah. we melt this, this damn cat. He saved this kitten's life. That kitten then becomes his cat. That he named Forrest, Forrest, that lived a very long life. For Forest Whitaker. No, he Forrest lived Gump. seven years. It was very sad. Seven years, and it was. Ugh. It was terrible. That, that was, was th- the fucking worst cat in the world because no. he was nice. Oh, I semi-trusted him because Kevin milked him, milked his mother for him. <laughs> Kevin, did him
2: you now, w- when you started the milking? Did you have to suck it out and then squirt yeah. it yeah.
1: in? Was, no, was in no, it no. like getting gasoline out of a hose you just, when you're like sucking you, out of a car? First of all, <laughs> you, they got little nipples, you know, so you just you're doing two at a time. I wouldn't know. You've never seen a cat's nipple. Are you sure holding have, the cat it, over the bucket? Mouth. Like I don't think I have, no, no man, cat I know
0: would like to chill out this long.
1: The the cat was totally fine with it. Roy loved me, so she just laid back, and I was like, "All right, man, we're just gonna do this." I massaged a little bit on each one, moved down, like they would start tearing up with milk, and then the kittens would just latch on, and then you go to the next ones, next pair of kittens latch on. <laughs> you're a you're stupid. you're a good Samaritan,
0: <laughs> Fucking a dude. Yeah, I don't even so, know.
1: So one night, I'm sleeping over at his
3: house, and I'm on the floor in his living room in a, with a sleeping bag. Please right? tell yeah. me
0: Kevin Milk's you in your sleep. Oh, God, no.
3: Um, and I'm sleeping, and then I wake and up, and it in. was just like, just kind of chilling in the morning. All of a sudden, I feel something move at my feet, oh, God. and I was unaware that the cats were fucking in this house. And uh, I, like, pull the sleeping bag up, and there's just fucking cat in my feet, and it comes running up on me. I've never been more scared in my life. I might have shit myself. Did it hurt you? But, like, but that was when I was like, fuck this. I don't trust animals. I definitely don't mm. trust Kevin. See, the problem is, Nothing is, about here's the is pussy.
0: you're a pussy like Poe. Because Poe was the same way where we had, I remember distinctly having a sleeper when we're, get- we're going to bed or whatever, and Cuddles went over there. Now, Cuddles, if I'm lying, I'm dying to Tim. Cuddles has two distinctive traits, neither of which are important <laughs> to this story. <laughs> I need to tell you. <laughs> so you know, you know how cats, their paws look like this, right? Give me the overhead cam. This is what paws on a cats look like, right? They got no thumbs, right? Yep. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Cuddles had thumbs. <laughs> she had little mitten hands. I should have called her mittens. I was such a dumb kid but anyways so there's that right and then because I just imagine these cute little baseball mitts go on go go back to this imagine these cute little baseball mitts making the biscuits on you all right that's what this this is going to be key to the story for no reason whatsoever I also tell you cuddles blinded one eye or at least one eye totally fucked up right because we noticed that she try to jump from the bed to the windowsill and miss it all the time and bite it and like get the wall and fall down and then She's Kev, kept, like one day I'm going to make that jump Kev I'm going to need overhead cam again this would be a toy, right? And Cuddles would come in to play with it, but she would immediately yank this paw, her left paw, into her face. And then, like, she'd be like this. She'd be like this. She'd be like, where, like, a normal no person kidding. would play like this. Yeah, that's not cool. A normal person would play like this. Cuddles would play like this. And, like, not be able to ever get it. So we went there, and it turns out when she was a kitten, horrible story, someone tried to kill her with a BB gun. They shot her in the back of the head with a BB gun, thinking they would kill her and threw in her dumpster. Didn't kill her. She shows up at Animal Control. I come in looking for a winner. I find Cuddles. I take Cuddles. Where the fuck the thumbs come from? Oh, that's just, you know, birth defect, whatever. Chernobyl. <laughs> Cuddles one day at a sleepover. I don't know. must be in junior high, grade school, whatever, is making the biscuits on Poe's chest. And he starts panicking. I'm like, don't worry. She's declawed in the front. It's going to be fine. Oh, declawed your D- cat? Yeah, well, that was the family thing. D- uh, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And then he panicked enough that Cuddles then got freaked out and ran across his chest and tore, tore his chest open with her back claws. Yeah. See. Fuck these cats. Yeah, you can't trust them. You talking shit about Poe? Yeah, that's right. Fuck biscuits or Maybe the hell if he his wasn't was. a big maybe it wasn't Cuddles. a big <laughs> biscuits would also be a good name for a fuck. You should have been around when I was naming this cat. Oh my god. The other one was named Tigger.
3: Oh, and I didn't even one. like Winnie
0: the Pooh. I don't even know how I got
3: that. my friend James threw his cat at me one time. He like just fucking threw him at me And this motherfucker. I swear to God, he got six hits on me.
0: <laughs> oh wow. In the air. Yeah.
3: I don't even know. I mean, they have four legs, so it's like it was like one of those things where it's like punch one, kick. Punch, mm-hmm. kick, and then mm-hmm. two more. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really good. And it sliced me up. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this little shit. But then I found out that this cat just roams the streets looking for fights. Oh, wow, okay. Just fucking, I'm, I'm sure, like, I can imagine, I can see it in my head, this cat just going out, finding raccoons and being like, y- you feeling lucky? Mm. You want to fuck? Yeah. And that raccoon's like, damn, really? And then they fucking fight.
4: And you've, you've seen that. They fight, not you've fuck, seen, okay.
3: Well. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but I've seen this cat come back and he's looking scrappy as shit. Like he'll walk in. Like I'll be at James's house. This cat will walk in. and look at us and be like, "Yeah, what's up?" Just walk through. He looks fucked up as hell, but he like, he I, looks I'm like alive. I'm yeah. alive. Yeah.
0: Final yeah. thing about how weird cats are, right? Because like I had the three cats. They were great. Social, socialized. Three? You know what I mean? Yeah. You remember, I, I dropped Tigger there at the end. You're right, Tigger. So yeah. we had these cats. My cats. They were totally social. Whatever. Yeah, I go to. I go to. I guess way to college. Yeah and come back and mom and dad had picked up these like a uh, weirdo cats. that were like feral or whatever. They were trying to make them not feral anymore. They were doing all right with it, but these cats didn't want anything to do with me and Poe when we'd be down in the basement playing video games, whatever. So one day Poe and I decide we're sick of this. We're catching these cats and we're gonna pet them because <laughs> that's if there's a funny thing a crazy cat likes more it's getting caught by two. Giants, <laughs> teenage boys yeah. I don't know and getting petted you know what I mean so we 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 basically trap him in the in the uh, utility closet you know what I mean utility room over there with the water heaters and the things in your basement you know what I'm talking about Poe gets down in a hockey goalie stance knees on the ground because we're gonna I'm gonna flush this cat out to him right it's gonna have nowhere to go he'll be able to scoop it up. If I'm lying, I'm dying, Tim. I flush this cat out. It comes out, sees Poe, runs back to me, sees me, runs back out, and then I don't know how runs up the wall and around Poe. I had, we were, we it, like he got away, and we were like, pull the bow, Jackson. On you. Well, we I mean like we've just seen how Catholic can defy physics. It had enough speed that it was able to get, and then six or seven paws on the wall to be over this. I yeah. mean, it was insanity. My topic great is another morality hypothetical question all right mm, mm. i'm in anaheim last week i'm in bed mm-hmm. shirts off mm-hmm. lights are off mm-hmm. flipping through the tv though i want mm-hmm. a little bit of tv before mm-hmm. i go to bed i don't like this often but i want to see something what do i run into nick scarpino the martian i run into the martian we talked about the this. one and only well not my topic but yeah we talked no, about no. the fact that we, we both had
2: a, we had a great shared experience we didn't even know we were having we're yeah. both in bed shirtless yeah. probably pantsless yeah of course and you uh, sleeping in the nude there yeah sometimes yeah I me too i love time. i love the starch sheets all over my body because i like to know that no matter how dirty i am the sheets are gonna be clean the next day if you know what i mean sure i know what you mean yeah okay so we're why, I,
0: martian's back. on i like the martian a lot yeah I haven't seen in a while Watch up until they inform the crew. I'm like, I've seen I feel like I've seen it from here We separate
2: right there and express that we were in separate rooms while this was happening. I feel like that was a piece of information. I feel like people would have known, man. people I, know, man. I, people, I mean, just throwing it out there. I would have known if you I were making we a in shared bed with experience. With me. We were both shirtless and pantsless and we were both watching the Martian. At no point I did have bunk beds. But I beds. say that we were in other rooms. <laughs> just I mean, just okay, clarifying we were. There were other both rooms. beds in our rooms. Yeah. That's we had thing. family
0: suites. Why not? Here's what I want to know. Let's say mm-hmm. technology's not there yet, I know. But let's say technology gets there in a little bit, right? Would you watch a spaceman in space die? And what I mean by this is let's say we, do, we have an Apollo 13 situation. We have a, a similar Martian situation. But basically we have a capsule out there that we can't get back human being in it and it's he's got the ability to live stream right and even if and i'm not even sure about the legality of this or you could probably check me remember in Mar- uh, in the martian they talk about how how much time they have before the world's going to know that Watley's still up there right right because their concern was they didn't want to send down ph- if they took any photos they're a publicly or uh they're they're a public co- corporation that's not what i'm looking for it's public domain public domain thank you Then they would have to share those photos people would see his body actually i'm sorry It's before they knew. they see his body dead on a dead on the planet so if that's the case, if well, and we can just say Watley or whatever our, our spaceman out there tumbling through space is broadcasting back to NASA, and he's just going to talk to them until he dies. Would you watch that
4: footage? Yes, yes. Although the situation, yeah, I would have yeah. to. Yeah, me, <laughs> me too. Well, your situation is is different because you're talking. I think you're talking about two different things. Watley wasn't stranded in space. Yeah. So Watley was on a planet with at least some way to survive for a little while. It's it's fucking scary but he's on Mars as opposed to a runaway capsule that's just hurtling through space at 30,000 miles even if an it's hour.
0: just stuck in the orbit of the moon
4: or whatever it's just orbiting you know what I mean because well, like, like, I think it's a little we different can't get it back that's okay. way to me that's way fucking darker yeah 100% than dying at least on a planet, that, space see, And that's why I'm, don't get, I'm just saying we
0: can use Watley's name. I'm not as, not as experienced. I'm talking about a spaceman in space. We have lost the shuttle. We have lost this uh, capsule. And there's no way we can get it back. And there's nothing they can do. It's it's gravity is maybe a better thing. You know, Sandra Bullock's in that one space thing before whatever happens. Sure. You know, it, it, would you watch that footage? Because that would be his final moments. He knows what's happening. He's communicating with NASA, <laughs> talking to you,
4: leaving messages for his family. He knows he's being live streamed. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is if he knows that he's being watched, then I think that like it would be, you know, it would be terrible, but it'll be also be a kind of an historic thing to watch as dark as that is. It's like uh, maybe, he you know, like what what does a man we, we've never lost someone like that. Yeah. Everyone that's like died in our space program has actually died Explosions. on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Not in space. So, um, you yeah, know, Apollo 13 was about as close as we ever got to that. So um, and maybe some low Earth orbit shit, But I mean, that not, not out there past the Van Allen belt or anything have like has anyone right. like,
2: actually died? It's conceivable though that when we actually do Send a, a manned mission to Mars. That that that's
0: a, that's a I mean, distinctive it's con- possibility It's conceivable with every space flight. Yes, every so, spi- space, space flight something can go wrong. Can, yeah, exactly. Anything a million little things can go wrong. Oh can go wrong. And, but that when yeah when we do have private corporations doing it, chasing each other, trying to go faster. And I think that's another reason. It's I thought about it with like the the, the space rocket that explosion. recently yeah. exploded. Yeah, yeah, and Elon Musk and every, you know Virgin Galactic. Like people are pushing for this, and mm-hmm. that is going to come. I mean, what I think it was Virgin right when they lost that plane, and they lost the pilots inside them. They died on Earth, I should say. You know, Richard Branson's quote, whatever, was just like this sucks you know we thank their families we thank them but these are the growing pains this goes through as we continue to reach for the stars kind of thing
3: I mean also you add uh, the other side of it like the like GoPro is going to be pushing to do that stuff like they're already doing that like the guy that jumped out oh the Red uh, Bull dude Red Bull GoPro that, that whole kind of uh, even today, we were watching a, a video of some dude jumping off uh, four stories down into a pool, and there's this guy blowing up. I forgot what his name is. It's 88 something. Um, his whole Instagram page is just him jumping off of crazy shit. Yeah. He trespasses and then jumps off mountains or hotels or crazy things. And it's like people have a fascination with that type of stuff, and GoPro and Red Bull are kind of, you fueling know, it. really, yeah, fueling <laughs> like, all of For that. Of and that. Uh, yeah. but, I mean, you know, taking this, uh, this question uh, to a much more like right now scenario, it's like, you know, with social media and Facebook, we've talked about it so much, like people are just desensitized to yeah. stuff. And like, I'm, let's take even movies and like the media out of it. It's just more like just what people are posting, um, all the the stuff of the cops shooting people mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. These, those videos are, are public you know they yeah. are being shared not behind paywalls not behind hidden things of are you sure you're 18 are you sure you want to see this sure. it's just being shared on your facebook wall mm-hmm. and there there is that morbid curiosity people have of trying wanting to see those things and be in the know they want to have seen the thing to be able to say what they think about it you know they yeah. i think that that's where it gets really kind of messy and like i've been in that position many times like you know years ago there was the the um uh what's his name uh, so I'm just saying and all that. stuff Oh, and yeah, the yeah, videos, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's out there and it's like, do you want to see that or no? It's like, why would you want to see it? But there is the fact that that's even a question is there. Everybody has to answer it. You know, it's yeah. totally out there. And but now it's getting to the point that it gets thrust upon you whether or not you want it to. I've seen some shit on Facebook that I'm like, I've unfollowed some people because I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like they're trying to prove a point about like Americans need to be more. Uh, knowledgeable about what's going on. I'm like, I don't need to see the decapitations going on. I don't need to see all this shit, but it's like, if that stuff is so readily available, this, that thing's going to be live streamed and that's going to be a national event.
2: Yeah. I feel like for that, in that regard, like, I know it sounds kind of silly because there would be hundreds of probably millions of people listening at this point, but I would want to be there for that person. Like on some level, like if I were that person, I'd be like, I don't want to be dying, dying alone, knowing that there are people out there. Maybe they can't hear me or maybe I can't hear them or whatever, but knowing that there are people out there like with me on this would be, I, I would like to believe that that's somewhat comforting and that like, I
0: think we all, yeah, you're not, have. you're not alone. You're not yeah, like hurtling. Through anyone space. who
2: supports, um, space exploration or, or any sort of exploration like on that front. You you can't just have the good you you would have to be there for that You would have to experience that because that is a very real reality of what we are going to face as we push farther and farther out into the Solar uh, solar system, but yeah, I don't know.
3: It's morbid, I think, but I think- yeah, even outside of the space stuff I mean, I think that there is definitely a lot You know humans are very complex creatures and it's like there's a lot to be learned from the emotions of that and like dealing with something like if that's happening it's happening and if you're mm. there for it and Being able to experience their final moments and like you know that it's their final moments like that's something that's really kind of it's dark but it like you it kind of can teach you something about your outlook on life. Sure, how precious life is and all these exactly, and it it reminds me of like videos like recently we talked about kind of the opposite of this of watching videos that are just pure happiness moments like the first time someone sees or like uh, when their child is born or like Mm -hmm. things like that. But you know, recently I came across this video that was a, a a cell phone or I guess it must have been a digital camera video of September 11th of from like 10 blocks away mm. of these kids in a college dorm as shit's going down and like when the second building gets hit and they're all losing their minds because they're fucking scared because yeah. they have no idea what's going on running the um, elevator and shit. And it's just like watching that is like, it's powerful. And it really, It I felt like watching that video, even though I know how all that shit went down, it changed me. It made me really think about stuff in a different way. And it's like, I think that there is like a, a weird educational side to putting yourself through those experiences when they're, they're real. You know, you can yeah. watch movies and you can see Mufasa die and that can hit you and you can relate that to things. But when it's real shit, that's to a whole other level where you're like, fuck, like life is precious. You need to be very careful with it and you need to Kind of spread that positivity in the words to people of just like, you know, use your life for good. Sure.
0: Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, it's weird. I think we're using it. would be an interesting, you know, flip of if he, it was being live streamed and he didn't want people to watch it. And then if they, you know I mean? If I don't know why they wouldn't, that be would to be it off or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Then that would, yeah. That would be, that would just be despicable in that case. Um, but I have to imagine that any astronaut that's brave enough to go out there would probably I don't know. I mean, cuz you think about that, right? You're thinking about that, those last moments in the Martian, right? Just granted, it's a, it's a total make believe. But what if they hadn't gotten him, right? And yeah. then you you think back to the... it was uh I forget what year in the 80s it was with the Challenger explosion. 86. 6 6 where I don't I don't think I watched that live, but people did, right? There were there were people that were like, "Oh, this is awesome. We're launching it." And then in a moments and just like that, all of them are gone. Um so it's just it, it's crazy, but that is reality and that is those are those moments where, like, you you have a gut check moment. where You're like, "Am I desensitized to this, or can I still feel human feelings when it comes to like these basic emotions of wanting to see people live and thrive?" I don't know. It's pretty crazy. It is. Nick. Yes. What's the final topic? Um, uh, total 180 from, uh, from from morally objective things. Uh, this comes from Patreon. Our good friend Kenny Char. Kenny Char. char- Patreon.com/slash Kind of funny, says do a watch and react for VR porn. <laughs> but since we're not gonna do a watch react VR porn, I wanted to open that subject up to you guys. What are your thoughts on VR porn? Because oh, I know that we're all hopelessly addicted to porn, except oh. for Greg, who chooses to read his porn. Uh, Lit erotica, expand Liter- your mindset. Right, um, Greg, of course, stuck in 1905, when all they had was the written word. Um, but <laughs> yeah Gutenberg I mean so Yeah, you just pressed that out and, and kills it. What um what are your thoughts on this? Because this is fascinating. Um I feel like this is intriguing to me. I feel like this is something that I would actually want to try at least once, just not from a, not from necessarily a sexual standpoint, but just from the standpoint of saying like, maybe this is what the technology should be used for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, dude, I'm right
3: there with you. I think it's fantastic. I think yeah. that it's such a, um, cause people who have tried it have said it's fucking wild. It's super crazy. Yeah, yeah. I want it. I want to try it right now. I wish we could Kevin. figure it out. Not
2: now, but for later. I want to oh, do You this. guys,
1: you just get me the porn. Yeah. Oh, I got, oh, don't worry. I well, got I think, the porn. All right, we can set it up. Well, I think we you have to have machinery. a specific
2: type of like. It doesn't have to be a specific yeah, well, yeah, like just, program for it. You can't
3: port. just watch any porn and all of a sudden be like,
2: <laughs> whoa! It's like wow. I didn't
3: realize all this time there was so much more to this porn that I'm yeah, watching. Yeah. No. Uh, but there's there's VR porn in, on any of the porn
0: websites. There's like a VR channel now that you can go in and really.
3: Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of it's premium. But I mean, like, it's not that expensive. It's like, it's still it's new, evolving.
0: And that's a business expense for us now. We can just write it yeah, off. Oh exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh it's yeah. Totally
3: yeah. No, I am extremely excited about this. I think that it's it's very awesome and
2: interesting and like, VR is made for immersive experiences. Right, what could be more immersive? It reminds me of Strange Days. Do you ever see that movie? No. Uh, Strange Days, Catherine Bigelow directed this movie. It was Ray Fiennes and Juliette Lewis. It was about a, a, a society in the near future that gave people the, like, they had this technology that if you wore it on your brain, it would record your thoughts, and then you could play those back and relive other people's thoughts. Mm. It's kind of like that because there is, of course, the very first thing people use it for is to have sex with someone good-looking, yeah. and then you can record each other, and then you can see it from both perspectives. You could be the girl. You could be the guy. It doesn't matter. You're experiencing like they're experiencing. And I thought that was a very fascinating concept. This is what that reminds me of. Yeah. Um, so from, like a, from just a, a conceptual standpoint, I think it's great. From a, 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 a logistical standpoint, though, it does pose uh, some interesting problems in everyone's households.
3: Oh, in, in what ways?
2: Well, in that if you're... Now you have no idea
0: if somebody's walking in on you. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, okay. That's the
2: problem, right? It's like it, it's like if, if I'm choosing to have an intimate moment with myself and my computer screen at night and my wife's walking around, I could hear her get up and I'll you know either turn the volume down or have the goddamn decency to pretend like I'm not watching porn. Do um, you ever turn the volume up? Sometimes I just pump. If it's a particularly disgusting scene, uh, sure, I'll crank that up. Gotcha. Just so she knows, stay away from me right now. <laughs> this is Uncle Nick's time. Oh,
0: God. Nick? She's like, oh, don't touch me, Uncle Nick. Yeah, I don't like that.
2: Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a bigger footprint uh, required for this <laughs> than uh, than there would be for normal porn watching, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, would that be something you like, I guess if you have the VR headset, you're like, what's she going to know? You just keep the controller in your hand. Right, like you're like you're playing a game, and then occasionally you oh, uh, oh, get over okay. to it. Like, no, honey, this is the way it's going. And maybe no, no, I'm not, I'm I'm not watching out.
0: porn. I'm just fucking rock hard right now because <laughs> I'm playing the new Uncharted <laughs> VR experience. It's crazy. <laughs> I popped
2: a Viagra so I could have some place to put my uh, Dual Shock. Well, Nick, Nick, saying. it's either porn or the Batman. Yeah, either way, rock fucking. Oh, dude, hard. that was so hard. I would have been. I would have been. Out of my pants hard if it, if it wasn't for Colin standing behind me he makes me nervous a little sometimes yeah he kept well me I mean
3: I guess that's the thing though is like there is definitely uh it's it's a little worrisome being in this virtual world sure. and not knowing what's around you but it's like if you do know what's around you then you're all good right, right. the thing with the the VR is you don't even need the controllers though because all of the experiences so far are just, just looking around. you're just sitting that's and good point. just looking around that's a good point but what what's interesting there is like I I've, I've read extensively on this and I've Thank watched you. many videos of people doing it um. The, the the weirdest thing is, like, when you look down, it's like it'll be like a black dude's legs mm-hmm. or, you know, it's, white dude's it's legs. My fantasy. Whatever it is. Uh, but the, the thing is, though, <laughs> like. It, can they be Andrew legs? It's not weird because it's like you watch porn and it's black dude, white dude. Like, that sure. doesn't matter. No. That ain't your dick, you know? No.
0: But you're looking One's down
3: and someone else's dick.
0: Where your dick would be. That's so weird. So yeah, it's really weird.
3: I want to do it. It sounds fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, we have We have it. had when they announced ourselves. that one that I want to say Vivid, whoever it was, no, maybe Naughty America. When Naughty they announced Naughty. it, yeah. we reached out and talked to them. and They were down to have us do it, and we just haven't got around to it. I know E3 they were doing demos for it somewhere. Well, I mean now it's like it's widespread. No, I know it's now no, 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 no. You just use it. Yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. doing it. But what I want to do is I
3: want
4: to be the woman, <laughs>
3: just have that dick just fucking coming out these small angles. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs>
4: Learn yourself just a thing or two. That's a good know? point. Yeah, I think that's, there's a few people out there that I think it's like porn is like kind of a corruption of the idea of VR, but I think it's like the perfect realization of what VR is supposed to be, which is exactly whatever a human wants. So it's like porn makes perfect sense in VR, just like going to a concert makes sense in VR. I think it's going to be a super immersive experience. What I'm interested in from a business perspective is porn. I don't want to say porn was dying because that's not true. Porn is proliferated and, and makes money, but po- the proliferation of porn means that um, Tim might not remember, but like we all remember in the in the mid late '90s and early 2000s, you buy your VHSs or like later DVDs of these mm-hmm. things, and then like you'd buy you'd buy a porn. You know, Tim, we had no other option.
0: I, what are you shaking your head at?
4: You bought porn, man.
2: You had, to? You want we had us no to do. Other How did we get it otherwise? But well, you could trade it too, like way. Pokemon. Yeah, cards. yeah, exactly. Like we yeah,
4: like, like would all be like, we, me and my friends would, all, you know, like we had an, a friend I had an older brother was 18 or 19, be like, all right, we want like. This kind of porn, we'll each give you $10, I get it today, you get it tomorrow, all this kind of stuff. I mean, that's the kind of, that's the kind of show we do, because the, oh, yeah. the porn DVDs are like $50. Here's a great scheme we ran on
0: an FYE at Stratford Square Mall, is that we bought The Erotic Witch Project, Part 3, went home, washed it, dubbed the tape, then wrapped it in cellophane, and brought it back and returned it, and they took it. We dubbed the tape? Oh, you know what I mean. Duplicate the tape. Oh, I th- we had we had two Vs. <gasps> I
2: thought you but. overdubbed the lines. I was like, what <laughs> kind of <laughs> sick fucking person does that? Like, halfway through, she's like, that's oh, a Tim yeah, Getting's yeah. movie. I want you. To you. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you.
5: What but the fuck? fuck? But, but I, like,
3: I, be kind. Rewind or whatever. Yeah, yeah I love that movie.
4: But that's I feel like weird. I feel like it's a. Um, I feel like, you know, so porn has, like, become more amateurish, <laughs> and really there, fun, there aren't, there aren't, like, a lot of big, com- like, there are big companies, but, like, the, the money that was being made in the 90s and early 2000s, I suspect, was, like, actually way more, because people had to buy the porn. There wasn't, like, a way to just stream it. People were ripping. Like, every once in a while, you know, if I'm browsing porn, I'll find something that I saw, like, when I was, like, Years in 11th ago. grade. I'm like, oh, I forgot yeah, Heather about Heather Brooke. Bang, bros. Yeah, Heather Brooks, a, uh, uh, she's I yep. deep throw, right? Yeah. That- yeah, yeah. Everyone knows her. So, uh, so I feel like, actually, VR is interesting, because... It's a way for these companies, these porn companies, to hire good talent, male and female talent, and like make great videos and then sell them for use on VR. And people will pay for them because people had already invested in this VR headset, and so um, they're going to want to invest in good content for it. So I actually feel like it's a really like a great renaissance moment for porn in terms of money's made, as opposed to like it is unimaginable to pay for porn right now in standard porn. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather watch 480p. Pornhub then pay whatever it is to get 720 or 1080 on yeah, there. But like, if you want VR porn, you might have to pay for that. You, eventually, you might you're not going to have to. I Probably mean, now you don't need to. Like, but you're there's saying there's these are premium these are premium ones. services made for people with a premium device that are willing to spend another sure. ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that it's I think it's an interesting kind of revenue source for these guys. And I feel like it just makes perfect sense. Like that's the VR experience is supposed to be a very personal, immersive experience, and sex is personal and immersive, and watching porn is personal and immersive in its own way. You know, like. Whether you want to watch, you know, your book, bu- you know, I know you love Bukkake porn, for instance. And like, well, you, you I love every. You, you, so you really type. get into that. Yeah. And I know that your major dream is to be on the receiving end of a Bukkake, I just uh thing. I mean, imagine in that would oh it. be hard. Oh my God, it would be terrifying. Well,
2: after, after the first two or, or three, three shots, it would probably wouldn't
4: be, it would just be blurry,
2: right? Yeah, It'd just be like looking yes. through a trying to dodge like it. an opaque filter. <laughs> oh my God.
3: that's disgusting. that's nasty no, i'm very I'm excited about. it. I mean, I think that, you know, porn has been going a very interesting direction. and I, I think that there's less money in the porn industry, but I think right. there's more money in the porn. Uh, personalities like it's going the same way that the video games media is right where it's just like it's independent so those people can charge what they want they don't need to be making millions of dollars from whatever because they're not making that money yeah they can be like yo i'm doing a stream come watch me it's a premium patreon membership no you're, it's you're it's good. true
2: though and it's kind of it's actually fascinating and awesome to watch because for the f- like it, it, it's universal or unilateral at rather say across the board is that you don't need these big corporations to create content, whether that content be what we do here mm-hmm. or the equivalent, you know, with naked people penetrating each other. Which is pretty much very similar. To what it's we exactly do. what we do. Kind of naked. Yeah. The but, but, YouTube channel coming your way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but
3: that's
2: where the VR comes in
3: is these people, as of right now, don't have the means to be able to shoot in VR and mm-hmm. edit in VR and... Producing VR it takes wow. a lot to really think about how it all works and like I I watched a behind-the-scenes uh, video of how they make VR porn and it's fascinating Like it's a totally different process than normal porn which is already if we're not talking amateur If we're talking produced stuff like there's a it's already a lot going into it and it's, it's very fake There's a lot of cuts and edits and repositioning and making sure everything gets right But you add in a one of those ridiculous 3d Camera, like yeah. GoPro you're the units. guy with
0: an erection sitting there with this giant head, you know, yeah. you look like so, Lewis from Ghostbusters.
3: Yeah, it's nuts, man. But uh, I'm very interested to see what all goes. I haven't done it yet, and I, I want to. I think we should do it. I think yeah. we should. I think I, should I be have part one, the, and then eventually we'll do the part fake two. ass, like you know, the broke ass. I don't 360
2: 360 though. Yeah, yeah. It's still cool, but yeah, but I need both hands for that big phone. Yeah, that's my
0: problem. Right. How long do you do where you turn around and you, wa- you watch the back for a while just see what's happening the back of the room, and then you just come back and see what's going on over here? If you didn't know, this has been the Game Over Greggy show each and every week. Four, sometimes five. Best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can toss us a few bucks and get each and every episode early along with a bunch of exclusive perks, goodies, and walnuts. If you don't have any uh, bucks to toss, no walnuts. head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny where we post the entire show topic by topic day by day. The next week until it all goes up is one big MP3 in video. Gentlemen, yes. good work. Tim, change your shirt. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Never forget that Kevin milked a cat. Kevin, you on that cat on, on your sister's Jesus bed? Christ.
1: It's one of those things where you're like, I can It was can't. under her bed. It was it's, under her
2: bed. It just the, the story of Kevin Coelho just keeps getting more and more absurd.
1: I do what needs to get done, guys. No, it didn't need to get the done. There cats.
2: There's billions of them.